Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Perimenopause Power. Lise, the episodes are starting to uh, wind up for the year 2022, aren't they? How are you today? Hi, Nat. Yep, they are certainly winding up, and we're winding up too, aren't we? We're just sort of starting to slow down a little bit and just uh, get those little bobs um, and bits sort of finalised and um, practice what we preach and look to do some uh, R&R, rest and relaxation. Oh, absolutely. And uh, this is our second last episode of the year before we do take a little bit of a break. And we thought given that we have entered the, let's say, wonderful but also stressful month of December, Mm -hmm. that perhaps we should talk a little bit about some tips that we could offer our listeners in supporting themselves um, over this time. Uh, with or without perimenopause symptoms, right? Because the world around us doesn't stop even when we are, you know, transitioning through key life phases. Yeah. Oh, look, and, and even as my boys say, like, you know, this they, they feel the stress of the everyday life, you know, just, oh, God, the year's gone so quickly. So it affects, you know, every age group, doesn't it? Oh, it certainly does. And it's funny, actually, the universe always gives me some signals and I'd made myself a delicious cauliflower, that cauliflower Mm -hmm. and raspberry smoothie. And I was Mm. really enjoying it. And I put it down on my bench and then I was sending a text at the same time. And stupidly, I was reaching for my smoothie for some reason. I have no idea reaching for my smoothie as I was texting, not watching and tipped it over. And there it is, my beautiful smoothie all over my Mm. bench top. And I thought, yeah, what what a perfect um, sort of prelude to what we're going to be talking about on the episode, but also a reminder, uh, Nat, do only one thing at a time. Yep. Did you make yourself another smoothie, Nat? Oh, I didn't. Look, I drank half of it and I thought, oh, no, I won't. (laughs) There's a lesson in everything, isn't there? There is. And I always heed those signs. So before we do kick off with some tips, I wanted to just talk about stress. And I know that we have spoken about it in a previous episode. And perhaps what I'll do is I will um, add the show link in the this week's show notes. But I want to just talk about stress and our response to stress. And I did share a wonderful post through our Instagram page actually around our physical response to stress and the fact that it is very physical right down from our head, our mind, our heart, our gut, our limbs, our entire body. And that is typically the fight or flight stress response. Mm-hmm. When our brain sees or uh, thinks that we're entering a fight, um, sorry, a life or death situation, it'll kick into that fight or flight stress response. The challenge for us is that our brain hasn't evolved since caveman days Mm. and it views that everyday stress, you can't see I'm putting it in inverted commas, um, as a life or death situation. So such things as getting kids ready for school, Christmas shopping, cooking dinner, getting kids off to sports activities, I don't know, work deadlines, stuck in traffic jams. And so our automatic um, default response is that fight or flight stress response. 
a challenge for us as a society is that it takes 90 minutes for our bodies to restore back to that equilibrium. And because we're in such a heightened state of stress, many of us are actually living every day, every minute in that fight or flight stress response. And that that is a huge impact on our health, right? Oh, incredibly. And, um, you know, we, we work with a number of clients, um, obviously, where the stress can be really hampering, you know, their efforts to, to live well. Um, and, you know, we often say you can be doing the most amazing things from a nutrition point of view or sleep point of view and things like that. But if you don't get that stress under control, it will really undermine all of those best efforts as well. So I've got some tips now on what our listeners could do. Maybe one tip. I yeah, know definitely. It's so helpful. Yeah, look, definitely. And I just want to say with when it comes to stress is that we can choose the way that we respond mm. to it. So we can't necessarily stop or minimise stress. So think about when we're stuck in a traffic jam or, you know, something's going on but we can choose the way that we respond. And there's fabulous other stress responses that we can uh, kick in, but it does take some conscious effort to do that. Mm. And, you know, some of those are the relaxation response, the tend and befriend. So think about, you know, when we're stressed and we care for someone else, we, we give love and nurturing to someone else or even to ourselves as well, but also that challenge response as well. So think about when we're feeling a bit stressed about a work deadline or working towards a personal goal. That is our challenge response that we can kick in and, and that is where we can actually connect to the good stress, so you stress in the body as opposed mm-hmm. to distress and use that for good. So some of the relaxation responses is absolutely hands down um, mindfulness and mindfulness could be as simple as mindfully eating, so sitting down, distraction-free eating your meal, savoring the taste, chewing the food. Uh, Another way is if you enjoy a coffee or, as we do, Lisa, broth. Yep. (laughs) Actually sitting down and drinking that, again, distraction-free, being at one, being very present in drinking uh, your coffee or or whatever is you're choosing. And then, of course, uh, mindfulness also extends out to meditation as well. And meditation, again, could be very simple as stopping and taking a beautiful breath in i often help support people to start meditating with you know two minutes of breath work and i tend to call them comma breaks throughout our day so whenever we feel like we need a break or perhaps we set a timer on our uh, phone or an alarm on our phone or even when we're transitioning from one job to the next job so i often say that when we come from work and we get home take a couple of minutes to sit in the car and just take some beautiful belly breaths so when we breathe in expanding our belly like we're blowing up a balloon and then as we breathe out letting our belly fall and that is diaphragmatic breathing and that is how we should actually breathe that is what gives us the best um, level of health and, and connection to our breath but finding that way to just really meditate be at one with yourself Um, within as well so draw within and uh, really just connect to how you're feeling meditation can also be guided meditations as well and one of my favorite apps is insight timer and i'll give a, a bit of a plug i've got a couple of meditations on there 
Um, and again, just listening, being at one with the voice, being at one with your breath is a very powerful way to uh, slow down the mind and come back to the present moment. What about you, Lise? What have you well, got? You know, I love all of those. And breathing's been a bit of a game changer for me, just, you know, learning to just stop and be mindful with my breath work. Um, some of the practicalities of, of, you know, relieving my stress during this busy time of the year is, um, as you know, Nat, I, I do love making a list because I find that with all the different jobs that we're doing, um, you know, whether you've got children or not or, you know, whatever that looks like, there's lots of things sort of circling around in our head. I feel like it's just birds going around in our head all the time. So, um, you know, make a list of the things that you just need to park you don't want to forget. Um, and sometimes, you know, planning out a few things as well. Like if you've got a number of things that you need to tick off as well, I find just planning out, just, you know, break it like a bit like our coaching, breaking them up into bite-sized things where you can tick them off for, you know, just feel satisfied that they've been done because there's a lot of doing around this time of the year as well. Um, you know, and I, I'm the, the most immediate thing that comes to mind is, you know, Christmas presents and Christmas shopping and who you're going to get for what and things like that. So instead of, you know, going to the shopping centres or things like that aimlessly, um, you know, make a list and then you and just go once and, you know, you know that you're not having to think about what it is, think about those things beforehand because let's face it, they're all stressful things too and they really do um, invoke that stress response that we talk about. And we know that stress is always there, right? It's We're always going to have stress. It's just the level of stress that we put onto ourselves. And, you know, that's a really good point because there's expectations around what we think we should be doing and your expectation and someone else's expectation are usually 99.9% completely different. And we tend to put a lot of stress on ourselves that's so unnecessary that if you actually just stop back and, you know, like, um, you know, set, if you step back and look at it and think, do I really need to do this today or what can I do to make this easier so it's not stressing me out so much? Um, yeah, that that level expectation that we think people are think, uh, you know, thinking upon us can really, really upset us as well. Mm, yeah, definitely. Those expectations, 100%. I feel like there's there's a lot of dynamics coming into this time of life and it can be um, a tricky time sometimes for people if they're navigating some, um, you know, tough relationships as well and uh, different personalities within family and work and, and friend um, networks. So, yeah, those that expectations, checking in with those is uh, absolutely um, a good point. I wanted to also just give the reminder around being kind to yourself mm -hmm. and, you know, cultivating cultivating a bit of self-love and, and self-compassion because, and I guess that feeds in from your point around expectations and, yeah. and that constant being on and that constant doing is that we can often um, berate ourselves or criticize ourselves if something hasn't gone to plan or if we haven't quite achieved what we wanted to achieve for this period of time. So just, you know, taking a moment just to be kind to yourself and, and recognizing that you are only human and you can only do what is humanly possible with the time that you have. And, you know, we talk so much about Christmas and the festive season it being a time of giving love and 
share in love with those that we care about. But let's also think about how can we share love with ourselves and some kindness with ourselves and and love ourselves in um, conjunction with loving everybody else too. Mm, I love that so much. Yeah. What Thank about you. some ideas around uh, nutrition? And we know that, you know, and probably leading on from our uh, podcast around alcohol with Catherine Elliott, Everybody here, we we love, you know, we probably overindulge in food and overindulge in drinking over this time because let's be honest, it's a very social time. Um, mm. What sort of things could we be aware of when it comes to nutrition, Lise? Well, I'm going to go back to the basics here because um, they're super important. Look, number one is really making sure that you stay really well hydrated through this time of the year. You know, we're we're busy and we forget to, you know, make sure we get that hydration into our bodies. We think better, we move better, we sleep better. Um, you know, it's and helps us to be more regular, going to the toilet every day, really important, you know, that toilet talk, you know, we don't really talk about it a lot, but so incredibly important for so many reasons. Um, so yeah, keeping well hydrated. And um, look, one of the other things too is we have a number of festivities on around this time of the year. So there's lots of beautiful food around and some of it, um, you know, may not be your usual type of food. It could be quite rich. It could be high in sugar, whatever it looks like. So I often work with clients and tell them that if they're heading along to these type of things, don't go on an empty stomach. If you think, you know, I know there's going to be food there, I'm not going to eat. Um, Maybe have a, a good nutritious snack before you go so that when you get there, you're not absolutely famished and you don't make, uh, you know, food choices that may not serve you as well. Um, and we all know, obviously, that, you know, the the food rock stars of protein, healthy fats and good complex carbohydrates really rule. And they're the main food sources that we should be getting into our body. But how that looks on a plate or, you know, at a, at a party can be a little bit different. So definitely make sure that um, you're not going along to these festivities with a really um, really empty stomach. Um, the other thing is we're coming into, a, well, in Australia, we're coming into a really warm time of the year. So, you know, embrace those beautiful uh, seasonal foods that are coming through and making sure that you're getting those into your diet really well through through the day. Um you know, beautiful salads, all those type of things. So embrace all the beautiful seasonal foods that are coming in, make sure they fill your plate um, really well. And the other thing is um, sleep, um, which is a bit, a little bit on that stress thing. It really does undermine a lot of how you're feeling around this time of the year. We could be going out to parties and staying out later. Um, and as you touched on, drinking more, that's going to affect our sleep. Um, if you are having a drink, so be mindful of that. So staying hydrated also comes in very importantly there. Um, but, you know, do make sure that you're trying to get up at the same time and go to bed at the same time each day. And if that changes, um, you know, maybe make some uh, adjustments in relation to catching up on some sleep or, you know, getting to bed a little bit earlier the days um, after a an event that you might have had so and and sleep if you have really shitty sleep it's also going to force you to make um some really poor food choices as well and generally when you're really super tired your body can you know uh revert to more sugary types of foods or some highly processed um uh, carbohydrate foods that aren't really as we keep talking about um on our podcast they're not really food um you know 
uh, food information for your body that it easily recognizes and gives it the most, you know, vitamins and nutrients that it needs to go about doing um, its job. And the last thing is around, you know, talking about stress, sleep. Uh, we haven't really mentioned much movement, but um, all of those things also undermine the quality of your gut health as well, which can be, you know, compromised at this time of the year with all the extra things that we're putting into it. So just, you know, just make some, you know, some great decisions around it. And I, and I appreciate that we're going to all want to try the beautiful um, foods that we don't often eat uh, or indulge in and, you know, by all means go for it, but um, don't make that uh, the majority of your plate when you're eating this season. Mm, yeah. And it just reminds me, you know, that 80, 20 rule, right? Yes. So, you know, 80% of the time we're, we're doing the things that are serving us best yeah. And not just for t- today, but serving us best for the future as well and having that longevity yeah. in health too. Um, but also don't be too hard on ourselves if we do overindulge or That's right. you know, like enjoy it too. It's meant to be an enjoyable time. Um, and I'm always, you know, conscious at this time of year of of being aware too around foods that uh, do serve me and perhaps don't serve me like I'm mm-hmm. I'm very conscious of when I eat something and then I don't feel so great afterwards or even the next day my my gut's not feeling too great and I'll you know look back and and be like oh you know I just I shouldn't have eat, eaten that that probably doesn't serve me too well and I use that as information so I don't you know, berate myself that, oh my God, why did you eat that? I just take it as an opportunity to say, okay, you know what? There's something that didn't really suit me and it didn't really serve me too well. Um, and that's okay. Now I know for next time too. So, because yeah. um, you're and right, we're, we're eating things. Human. That's, yeah, that's it. You know, so I'm certainly not saying, you know, I'd hate for people to berate themselves or beat themselves up because it is a festive, enjoyable, wonderful time of the year. And I just think that, um, you know, we tend to forget that and we tend to lose sight of, you know, what the what the, um, what the season is really about um, and we get stuck into the whole stress of getting things done, going along to this party. And I will say the other thing that has really served me well this year is saying no, uh, saying no to the things that I don't want to do. Say yes to the things or the events that you want to go along to and you be the judge of who, who you know, what event that is and, you know, don't feel that you have to be pressured to go into to a certain event as well. Um, if you're feeling tired, honour that. And, um, you know, we have this big fear of FOMO, a fear of missing out, but you really won't miss out. I can tell you right now. So, you know, don't be saying yes to the things that you really want to say no to. And that's a, a fantastic mantra to have in life, I have to say. Mm, yeah and you know and we talk often that we can say no in a very polite way Mm. it's about just setting our boundaries and uh, people soon start to realize you know that that's okay and you know people might be shitty initially but then they get over it and you know they almost have a level of respect that you are true to who you are Mm. and you know people are not really that phased are they no, and it does come down to that planning again. If you know you've got a few things on, sit down, have a look at your diary and see what is actually workable for you and what's not, and um, mm. here's your answer. Mm. And uh, for me, I just want to add one thing lastly is to just listen to your body. Oh, yes. And if there's one thing that we talk a lot about, particularly for women who are still menstruating, that, you know, when we're going through our phases, 
we are having we have you know four distinct phases where our energy levels are um, higher and our energy levels are lower and particularly when we're menstruating or bleeding our energy levels are very low and it's an opportunity to just connect to that and you know a very we, we talk a lot about you know one day we'll be we'll be feeling on top of the world and then the next day our energy levels are really low and again it just serves as information to say okay i'm in a phase right now where i need to slow down and i need to listen to my body and i need to not push myself i need to just be where i where i am and at this time of year in particular, it's very important to connect to that and and just tune in to our body, tune in to what it's saying and what it's doing. Yeah, that's you know that's that really is the number one rule I think mm. um, to consider. Yep, definitely. Well, and after all, I guess after all of that, just have fun, just just enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep, it's you a definitely have time. that R and R. You know, make sure you plan it in um, and uh, schedule it in, whether it be one week, two weeks, or um, a little bit longer. Um, mm. Definitely. It's it's almost like a reset, no, and and you and I definitely use January as a reset for the year ahead, um, and I would encourage a lot of people to do that as well. Mm, definitely, awesome, great chat, Lise, as always, and uh, we'll be back next week for our very final episode for twenty twenty two. So make sure that you tune in. We will see you, Nat. See ya. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.